Going once, going twice, not yet sold. The sale of 70 personal items and treasured gifts belonging to former President Nelson Mandela has been suspended once again. This, of course, as the South African Heritage Resources Agency, or SARA, continues its legal efforts to retain some of the items. For this, we are joined on the line by Ben Mwasinga, who's a senior manage, manager for Heritage Conservation Management at uh, SARA, uh, joining us now on the line. Uh, ben, a very good morning to you and thank you for your time. Uh, you've already, of course, lost as far as uh, this issue is concerned in court. Uh, what is the latest reason for trying to get a postponement? Um, good morning, Bongani, and good morning to your listeners. Yes, we did indeed lose in court um, in, in our application that was heard in November last year, and the judgment was made in December. But we have, however, appealed that decision. And under South African law, when you appeal a decision of the court, it suspends the previous judgment that was made. Therefore, currencies, we felt, could not go ahead with that auction pending the outcome of the court case. What is your principal objection? Our, our, our objection has remained the same throughout. When you remove significant cultural items from South Africa, you need to have a permit from SARA. And the reason is that SARA does an assessment of these items that you intend to export, and we provide you with basically a level of significance for each item. And some items we may find are inappropriate to export. So this was not done by Dr. Makaziwe when she exported these items. Therefore, these items, we believe, were exported illegally. We are told that these items are being sold and this is not for personal profit, but rather the proceeds will go towards the construction of a memorial garden in the Eastern Cape. Uh, Surely that seems, on the face of it at least, to be a noble thing? Yes, um, again, we we, we do not contest the intentions that Dr. Makaziwe intends to use the funds of the auction for, we don't actually even contest the sale of these items. What we do contest is that when these type of items are taken to South Africa, it is very important that you follow due process, which is prescribed in our legislation. It's also further prescribed in regulations. It's extremely important that you follow due process because you may be taking items of great significance, which will then be lost to all South Africans. Wouldn't that, in a sense, be a moot point because you might not approve the sale of these items to begin with? No, um, again, you can't preempt what decision Farah will make, and even I can't preempt what an outcome of an assessment will be. When you present these items to us, we then engage with a panel of experts, people that are specialized in the various fields. We also provide a, a, a platform where all interested and affected parties can give a comment on whether or not they feel these items should be exported or sold. So in the absence of that, it leads to a situation where you have the public outcry that we have now because no one was given an opportunity to engage with these items before they had left our shores. Surely, though, Nelson Mandela would have been fully aware of the potential significance of these items in terms of uh, the cultural heritage. Um, if he had wanted them to be in the hands of museum or museums or you know some such uh, institution or entity, 
he would have made sure, surely his children have the right uh, to be able to claim their father's legacy. Yes, and I, I fully agree with you. Um, at the end of the day, the former president was a human being. He had family, he had children, and he bequeathed some of his belongings to these children, which is why we're not contesting the ownership of the items. We're not stating that these items should be handed over to Sarah so that we are the custodians. No, what we are saying is that if it was, if these items had belonged to former President Zuma, former President Mbeki, former President Diklak, our position would still remain the same. You have to present these items for poor assessment, and after that you have to be granted a permit to take these items off our shores. But why do you need a permit to get rid of his hearing aids? Not necessarily to get rid of his hearing aids. It's about conservation at the end of the day. We are saying that these are sensitive cultural materials. So if you're going to transport them to the United States, for example, we want to ensure that when these things are being transported, the way they are being contained is in line with international best practice, but furthermore with basic conservation principles. That's not to say that didn't take place now, but what assurance do we have that these items are being kept in such a manner that they will, that they will not deteriorate further? So those are the assurances that we seek before we grant you a permit. It's a very important check and balance to ensure that cultural goods are conserved for future generations. There are about 70 items, I understand, uh, in question here. Do you want that to apply to all of them, or are there specific items uh, that you have deemed significant? Uh, At this point, it applies to all of them, and it goes back to the reason that I mentioned. If these items were presented to us for assessment prior to being exported, we might have stated that, look, for example, the Mandela shirts, there are many examples of those. There are many copies of those in the world. Perhaps those can go. But let's talk about the prison key for his cell on Robben Island. That might be a very, very significant item, which it may be inappropriate for that to go. So I'm not going to do the assessment right now. As I said, it's quite an extensive process that involves a large amount of people. But if that opportunity had been presented to us, we would have said certain items must go and maybe these ones should remain. Here's the difficulty. If I had met the former president and been gifted something uh, by him, um, would I then not be entitled to sell it um, at some future date? Because, of course, um, it might be, you know, it might fetch a considerable sum for for obvious reasons. What's the difference between a sale of that kind and what we are dealing with now? It depends on where you are selling it. So if you were selling it in South Africa, if you had an item that was gifted to you from the former president and you wanted to sell it in South Africa, we would just advise you to perhaps consult with the Nelson Mandela Foundation and maybe any other parties that express an interest. We would not get involved um, to the extent that we have gotten involved in this case. The problem comes when you want to take this item to New Zealand or Australia because then you are taking it out of the borders of South Africa. And again, with motor vehicles, with exotic animals, there are these checks and balances. You can't take a parrot from South Africa into Spain without obtaining a permit. And you can't take a motor vehicle that was purchased in South Africa to England without obtaining a permit. So these type of protections are also there 
to regulate the movement of cultural goods. I understand that when it comes to a parrot or a motor vehicle, but what's the difference between an item in my private collection that nobody else will see um, in Johannesburg or Wellington? Well, I'd say they are afforded the same level of protection. If the parrot is yours, it's in your possession, it is your property, and therefore, whether or not anyone sees it, the moment you want to take it to a foreign country, you have to follow due process. And I think what I'm trying to emphasize here is that cultural goods are also protected in a similar manner, and there are regulations that clearly state what type of items we're talking about when we refer to cultural goods. Ben Mwasinga, I appreciate your time. Senior Manager at the South African Heritage Resources Agency. Are you convinced by that? Uh, Do you reckon these items belong to Mandela and his children or to the nation at large and therefore should be kept in South Africa? What's your thought?